In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one God. Amen. Christ is in our midst. He is uh, A very basic question that gets asked a lot uh, after a wonderful service like this is, what just happened? What just happened? Did we simply give a baby a bath? No. No. What we have done is we have declared war on the devil. We have conscripted this beautiful baby girl to be part of the Lord's army, right? To be on the side of him who created all things. A line has been drawn in the sand. And we said, the devil, you shall go no further. He shall not have the ability to take over or possess this child unless she grows up and gives it to him willingly. We have assigned to her a guardian angel to protect her and guide her all through her life should she choose to rely on it. We have enlisted her in the army of Christ and in doing so, as it is true in any sort of uh, military organization or in any sort of elite group, so to speak, she has to prove her loyalty. She has to prove her loyalty. And so, what did she offer? She offered her hair. Right? Why? Why the hair? What's the big deal with the haircut after a baptism? This is a sign of loyalty and a sign of strength. But the strength will come from God. Just today, in my daily devotions, I was reading about Samson. Samson was a Nazarite, one who was blessed and set apart from his mother's womb. He wasn't supposed to drink strong drink, touch any undefiled thing, or cut his hair. And yet, Samson blew all of it. All of it. And once his hair was cut, he lost his strength. So what do we do with the newly baptized? This is one of the most beautiful parts of the baptism, in my opinion. We cut their hair to show that they have no strength on their own, that the power comes from God. We just heard it in the gospel. Christ tells his disciples right before he ascends into heaven, all power in heaven on earth and on earth has been given to me. And the Lord gives us that power when we need it. That power is not simply meant for magic tricks, right? It's not simply meant to impress our friends with our Christian miracles. No, that power is intended to say no to the devil and say yes to God. Say yes to God. And so what we have done is we have helped this little girl on her behalf. We have taken a vow for her. Her sponsor and her parents have vowed for her that they will help her all throughout her life to rely on God's power to say yes to him and no to the devil. And I hope you were listening carefully because she has been clothed with, an, with a tremendous garment of light and with grace, with the robe of salvation. This is the same grace that Adam and Eve had in paradise before they turned away from God. And we pray that she will keep it pure and undefiled and that she will grow up and walk in the light of the Lord's commandments. Now, how is she going to learn to walk in the light of the Lord's commandments? It starts here. 
It starts with the sponsor, it starts with the parents, and then everybody else around. We are here not merely as witnesses, but as participants. We are all saying by being here that we will help this little girl as she grows into maturity and as she lives her life, we will always pray for her. We will always try to help her say yes to God's will and no to anything else. And so the responsibility is on her, yes, but it really is on all of us. And this is the beautiful thing, right? Because Christ says, where two or three are gathered in my name, I am there with them. And so as she lives her life, she doesn't need to be a Christian alone. She doesn't figure this out on her own. She's got family, friends, and a church community right with her. And the other thing that's important to remember the other thing that's important to remember is that even if she does happen to defile her garment, oops, she made a mistake, she sinned, she can always turn back like the prodigal son. And the church offers a sacrament for that too. She will never be rebaptized, but the tears that she sheds in the sacrament of confession renews that baptism and cleans that garment. So look at this beautiful baptismal garment. It's so cute, isn't it? It's so clean. It's pristine. And around that baptismal garment is something even greater, the grace of God. You should be able to even warm your hands right next to her. It should be so radiant, right? So, brothers and sisters, as we go out this evening, as we go out into our lives, let us keep this baby girl in our prayers and let us live godly lives first so that she can grow up and have role models to follow, that we not lead her astray, that we can help her keep her garment pure and undefiled. And when we stain our own garment, let us turn back to God, let us shed tears of repentance. And let us long for that desired state of grace that the Lord grants to the saints, where all those who love Him and serve Him and follow His will throughout their lives will reside in that heavenly kingdom and give praise and honor and glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, now and ever and unto ages of ages. Amen. Christ is in our midst. Yeah.